So good morning and welcome to our family service. Hope you've had another good week. Only a couple of weeks now till half term. Have you got anything fun planned? Well, this morning we're going to have lots of fun. We've got PK doing our story. We're going to be finding out all about Deborah. But this morning we're going to do something slightly different again for worship. So last week we had Caloran taking us through some painting whilst we worshipped. Don't know if you've had another chance maybe this week to give that another go. But today what we're going to do is we're going to talk about Psalms. So I've got you in front of one of my favourite pictures. We got given it when we got married, which was quite a long time ago. But it's based around Psalm 36. So what we're going to do today is after we've done our first song, I'm going to take us through a little bit more about Psalms, which is a book in the Bible, what they mean to us, and maybe even get us to create our own psalm. But we're going to start our worship by singing all about nothing being impossible for our God. So if you all want to get up on your feet, maybe shake out your arms, shake out your legs, get ready to move. And off we go.
So you might need some colouring pens, some crayons, and as big a sheet of paper as you can find. Now the book of Psalms was written by people towards God mainly. So a lot of the Bible is telling stories of what has happened between God and his people. Psalms is often, like people like David, talking about his relationship with God and actually talking to God. So what we find in the Psalms is examples of people being really honest to God. So sometimes they are really happy. Sometimes they're really sad. Sometimes they're even really angry with God. And what the Psalms show are people telling God how they feel. There's an honesty in the Psalms. And what I've got this morning is I've got Lydia, who's going to give us some examples of the Psalms. This is Psalm 117. Praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye people of earth. For he loves us with unfailing love. The faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Praise, praise the Lord. This is Psalm 36. Your, unfa your unfailing love, O Lord, is at vast as the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches beyond the clouds. Your righteousness is in the mighty mountains. Your justice like the ocean's depths. You care for the people, animals. This is Psalm 18. I love you, Lord. You are my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my saviour. My God is my rock in one I find my protection. He is my shield, the strength of my salvation, and my stronghold. I will call the Lord who is worthy of his praise, for he saves from me from my enemies. So what we're going to do is I'm hoping you've got your piece of paper in front of you. So you might want to write things down, but equally you might want to just draw something for each of these areas. So the first area, we're going to tell God how we feel. Are you feeling happy? Are you feeling sad? Are you feeling angry? You could either write it down or you could draw a picture of how you're feeling. Maybe draw a big picture of your face. Secondly, we're either going to draw or we're going to write truth about who God is. So maybe you want to say about how strong, how big, how loving, how kind. See if you can draw some truths or write truths about who God is. So that's the second part. Third part is praising and declaring your love for God. 
So you might want to draw a picture of you being very happy with your arms up. You might want to draw a picture of the sun because that makes you feel very happy and reminds you of who God is. What we're going to do now is we're going to put some music on and we're going to put up those three different areas and we're going to give you some time to just spend with God writing out how you're feeling, truths about him and then praising him. Here's mine. I'm ready to go.
Well, I hope you really enjoyed writing your own psalm or drawing your own psalm. You may not have completely finished during that time, but take some time, maybe this afternoon or maybe during the week to complete your psalm. And then maybe over one of your dinner times, share your psalms with each other. It's a really good way to find out how you're all doing and how you can pray for each other. Morning everyone, how are we doing? Everybody good? Great. Well, welcome to Storytime with PK. Now, I don't know if you remember before the summer, but we looked at the lives of two guys, didn't we? We had Nehemiah and we had Daniel. And today, we're going to add a third name to that list. But this time, the name of a lady. We're going to look at the life of Deborah. Now, Deborah, she lived a long, long time ago. In fact, she lived 1,200 years before Jesus was even born. So she lived after Moses and before David killed Goliath. And let's face it, Jesus lived a long time ago, right? So this story is way old in the Old Testament, but it's still a good one. So get yourself comfortable. Ready? Now, Deborah, Deborah lived at a time when once again the people of Israel had been moaning and groaning and they turned their back on God. So God gave them over to be the prisoners of yet another king. Now, this king was called Jabin and he was the king of an area in Canaan and he ruled and he reigned over the Israelite people. But God raised up Deborah to have a sense of leadership over the people of Israel. Not, not a leader like a king and not a leader even like a prime minister or a president. Just a judge. Somebody that was there to give guidance and help when needed. You see, Deborah was a prophetess. Someone who would hear the voice of God and share it with the people of Israel. So when people needed help and they needed guidance or they needed some judgment, they would come and they would visit Deborah, who would sit under a particular tree so they knew where to find her. Sit under this particular tree and hear what was going on and then help. I don't know, maybe you'd fallen out with your neighbour or there was a dispute about who owned a piece of land or who owned certain cattle or certain sheep. Then people would come to Deborah and she would help them out by hearing from God and giving his advice and his guidance. Well, things kind of sound tickety-boo, don't they? You've got a relatively good king looking after the people of Israel and you've got Deborah. He's kind of helping people keep a connection to God. But there's another name in this story and this is the name of our baddie. Now our baddie is called Sisera and Sisera was the leader of King Jabin's army. It's a quite a powerful man with a lot of men behind him. Now Sisera is a baddie because, to be honest, he's just a bully, a really big bully. And for 20 years, he would take great delight in bullying the people of Israel. Oh, it was horrible, the stuff he would do. It used to make the Israelites so sad to the point where they cried out to God and they said, God, 
deliver us from Cicero, deliver us from this bully. We can't take his bullying any longer. Well, God heard those cries. And one day he spoke to Deborah as she sat under her tree and gave her counsel and judgment as to what to do. He told her there needed to be a fight, a big fight, a big battle. And he told her to call forward a guy called Barak because Barak was going to be the man of the hour. Barak was going to be the guy that would slaughter and kill Sisera and save the people of Israel from his bullying. So Deborah called Barak forward, said, Barak, come and meet me under my tree. God has something to say to you. So Barak came and Deborah told him exactly what God had said, that it was time to end Sisera's reign of bullying and to deliver him to the people of Israel, and that Barak was gonna be the guy that would kill him off. Well, Barak didn't respond, I think, in the way that God and Deborah thought he might do. In fact, I think Barak came under a little bit of fear because he responded by saying, Deborah, I'll go, but on one condition. What's your one condition, said Deborah. My condition, said Barak, is that you come with me. You see, I think Barak looked at Deborah and knew that God was with Deborah and knew that if Deborah was with him, then God would be with him and he would be safe. But without Deborah, would he be safe or would he not? Well, Deborah agreed to go with Barak and the 10,000 men that God said would come from the people of Israel and be with Barak. She thought, she said, I'll go with you, but because you've asked me to go with you, things are gonna change slightly. Now, Barak, you will not be the man that slays and kills Sisera. No, God says that he will give Sisera over to the hands of a woman and a woman will have the privilege of killing him and delivering the people of Israel from his bullying ways. Well, off Barak went with 10,000 men and with Deborah, and they went to the place where God had called him to go. And Deborah sent message to Sisera to meet them there. And these two armies came together and a massive battle took place, huge raging war, man against man, chariot against warrior. And in the end, Sisera's army was destroyed. But Sisera, he managed to escape. He ran away, trying to find somewhere to hide, somewhere that would be safe from Barak and Deborah and the army of God. And he ran and he ran until he came across a tent of a person that he knew. And he thought, this is the place that I will be safe. This is the place where I can hide from the army of Barak and survive. Now the tent belonged to a lady called Jael. And Jael, as was the custom, welcomed um, Sisera into her tent. Sisera was like, you have to save me, you have to protect me, you have to hide me from the army of Barak. 
Okay, okay, said JL. I'll hide you. And she put a blanket over Sisera and hid him under it. Wow, thought Sisera. I'm safe. I'm safe at last. If Beric comes close, just tell him I'm not here. And he hid under the blanket again. quite go to plan for Cicero. You see, Jael knew exactly who Cicero was. She knew him for the bully that he was. And so, whilst Cicero was hiding and cowering under a blanket, Joel picked up a weapon and striked him dead. And so, she was the lady that Deborah had mentioned that God was going to give Sesera over to. She was the lady that killed Sesera and delivered the Israelites from his bullying, his 20 years bullying. So that's our story for today. But what lesson are we going to learn from it? Well, I think there's a really great lesson that we can learn. You see, once again, the Israelites found themselves under the rule and the reign of someone else and in the face of a bully. A bully who was a big challenge to them. A bully who was really bad. And they had a choice to make. And they chose to put their trust in God and to cry out to him and ask him to deliver them from Sisera. So I think today's story is about trusting in God as we face our challenges in life. So I wonder what challenges you might be facing. We might not have big bullies like Sisera in our lives, although... You might, you might have a bully, and if you do, make sure you talk to an adult about that. But we might have challenges like, I don't know, all the new rules at school about having to wear masks. It could be the challenge that you're not seeing your friends at church. There's loads of challenges that you could be facing. And just like the people of God, we need to choose to trust in God as we face those challenges head on. And here's what I thought we could do. Why don't we write down some of those challenges and then I want us to take some colouring pencils or some paint and I want us to draw beautiful circles of bright colours all around them, just surrounding all of those challenges. And then I want us to pin it on the board or put it somewhere in our fridge or somewhere like that so that we can look at it and we can remind ourselves that even though we have challenges, God's surrounds them and God protects us in our challenges and he helps us face those challenges. So why don't you have a go? Why don't you have a go at writing a list of challenges you face and then surrounding them in the bright colours that represent God, God's love, God's hope, God's mercy, God's protection. <laughs> What's the colour of a hiccup? Purple. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Good morning. So this morning, me, Lucas, and Thomas are gonna be setting off a rocket, aren't we? Do you think it's gonna go really high? Yeah. Let's see what happens. 
sure but if I was to guess I'd say I think the pressure inside as the air was pumped in when it overcame the friction in that valve caused it to pop off caused all the water to be pushed out through the nozzle really fast and that exchange of water from inside to outside caused momentum exchange which caused the force which when it went up but not very straight mm -hmm. yes that's exactly what I was gonna say did the rocket go really high? Yeah. Yeah, it was so fun, wasn't it? Shall we say goodbye to everybody? Bye, goodbye. everyone! Well, it's been lovely to have you with us, whether you have been watching us online or whether you've been in the building with us. Remember, we are meeting in the building at 11 o'clock on a morning. Remember, you can book in at any point for the next month. We have really enjoyed seeing so many of you come and join us. Well, I'm going to finish now with a prayer. Yeah, Lord, I want to thank you that you love us so much. Lord, that no matter how we are feeling, whether we're feeling happy, sad, full of laughter, whether we're feeling um, angry, Lord, you are the same. You consistently love us so well. Lord, we pray, would you be with us this week, Lord, as we go to school, as we go to nursery, as we go to work. Lord, we want to be honest with you as we go through our week. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Well, we hope to see you soon. Take care. Bye.